Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Big Ideas Welcome Podcast. We're going to get that intro figured out one of these days. I am Chris McAdoo. Alex, always honored to be in your ears and honored to introduce you to just an incredible, uh, creative person that is making big moves, doing big things, Paris Woodhull. So this is going to be an interesting episode. What you're going to hear in just a minute is her talk entitled No Turning Back from an event called Made for Knoxville Live, where she took the stage along with some pretty awesome folks like Courtney Jones and Rico Hopewell to tell you know a quick story about something that mattered, a pivot point in their lives, something that was, you know, uh, something where they knew like Paris, there was no turning back. And that was her getting the keys to her retail location. I think you're really going to enjoy this. Also, stay tuned because I kind of wanted to uh, to catch up with her. It's been a year. She's had a shop for a year. So I said, hey, come by. What have you learned? What are some things you'd like to share with folks that you didn't know a year ago that you would, you know, that you would love for people to know? So stay tuned. And there's some extra bonus interview footage uh, here on the podcast as well at as well as at bigideaswelcome.com. As always, thank you to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located right in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, otherwise known as the Maker City. Y'all, let's get to it. Meet Paris Woodhull. All right. I heard we're talking about pivots today, so I'm going to share my pivot. Um, my story starts with this. It's a key. Um, it doesn't look that scary, right? It All it does is like open something. Um, well, me personally, it makes me want to anxiety cry in my car, which I did and have done a lot since I received it a month and a half ago. Um, some of the cries were happy, though. Don't worry. I'm not going to make you all cry, too. Um, if you're unfamiliar with my work, I create apparel and home goods for the folks that want to feel seen or maybe just need a chuckle. Um, you may have seen my murals around town. As a Knoxville native, highlighting our city and all that it offers is my favorite subject. I want my art to feel like a big old hug. A few months ago, I walked past a space on down, in downtown um, on Gay Street, 121 South Gay Street. I noticed it was vacant, and I mentioned it to my fiancé. Paris, what if you opened a storefront? Me, a storefront? Excuse me, I'm going to curse. Hell no. I'd rather die. Thank you for the suggestion, though. That's a direct quote. (laughs) Um, In my mind, storefronts are for business savages, the people that are strong leaders. Um, They'll stick their necks out and say, I got this. Um, And that isn't me. At least I thought. Um, I remembered as a kid so many times my parents giving me a loving push to do something that's hard. I'm sure a lot of us, I hope a lot of you all had that experience too. And I was really lucky to have that experience because, you know, even if my desired outcome, um, you know, I didn't get my desired outcome, I would really be left with a settled feeling in my chest knowing that at least I tried. Um, so over the next month, I applied for loans. I tried on the thought of opening a storefront. One day I'd feel all in. The next I felt like I was entertaining the possibility of failing in public. Um, And then I just decided to open myself up and try. If I fail, I'm going to fail knowing I tried my best and I took the dang leap. So I decided to open. Thank you. 
So I decided to open a storefront that was two-thirds screen printing and production and one-third retail. Um, as someone that's worked downtown for years, it was really important to me to not occupy a street-level space unless I was going to welcome the public into my space to shop and kind of see what's going on. Another caveat to my shop is teaching women production screen printing. Um, I am by no means a professional yet, but let me tell you, if you YouTube production screen printing in your phone, right in your seat, you will be met with a lot of dudes, dude, like printing giant eagles with a knife on a shirt, okay? <laughs> Lots of dude-coded terms to make you feel even more of an outlier, so my goal is to change that by example. Um, when I first got my key to the space, I'm not going to lie, I felt like a kid on the first day of school, and I was the one kicking and screaming to not go in. I was good. <laughs> not even the promise of goldfish was going to, like, lure me into that space. Um, I'm sure Holly Rainey is lurking with her camera somewhere, but she met me at the when I first got the key to take announcement photos, and y'all, I was dripping sweat, and it was a crisp 68 degrees inside there, okay? Like, I actually photoshopped sweat off my chest on one of the photos. <laughs> so the month of August was my push month. Rent is really not cheap downtown, if you don't know that. Um, and I had planned everything to be open on September 2nd, and we were going to be open. It was going to be open. So in that month, I learned to not let my anxiety get in the way of progress. Still working on that that my expectations might not always be the best solution. I learned to stand up for myself and that sexism is really alive and well. Um, I also learned to take deep breaths and that sometimes sleep really cures a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> I dreamed in checklists. I was hell on wheels to my partner. I love you, Ryan. I'm sorry. Um, I cried a lot. I drank about five cups of coffee a day. I'm pretty sure I paid Old City Java's rent last month. And it just felt sort of like an exercise in being prepared for any random thing that would be flung at me, and it was my job to have the quickest and best reaction. Um, I even had a plumber refuse to give me a quote because he was like, oh, you're going to be way, way out of our price range. Y'all, I hadn't even shared my budget. Like, there's something about, I guess, my young female smile and bright pink fixtures that just spelled no money. Um, so I hired someone else. We moved on. So after that, y'all feeling anxious? Have I transferred my anxiety to you? Um, it's definitely not my intention, but I often feel upset when people get up on stage and tell people that they can do anything. Yes, you can, but it's hard. And people don't clue you into how hard it is. Um, and try being a woman or minority while you're doing it. It's double hard. Um, entrepreneurship isn't for the faint of heart. And, um, yeah, it's, it's hard. So only, okay. I got sidetracked for a second. My drawing professor in school, this is one of my favorite stories, the first day we walk in and she tells us that if we can do anything else, leave class, drop out of school, go do it right now. Only people that have to be here and feel completely unfulfilled being here should be here. Art and entrepreneurship is for daredevils, um, people that are crazy enough to know that they can do insane things like open up a storefront on the busiest high-rent streets in Knoxville. 
insane enough to think that it'll work. I'm here to tell you it can work. You'll cry. You may need a shoulder to lean on time to time, but it is possible. Um, So the day of my opening, again, I just felt like a kid the entire time. (laughs) I felt like a kid that was going to show up. No one was going to show up to my birthday party. Like, it was just going to be me and a balloon. Um, So, like, as I... (laughs) As I went to put my sandwich board out for the first time, y'all, I just started sobbing. And you know why? Because I looked down the block, and there was a line all the way down the block. Let's go. I am unbelievably grateful to my city. Thank you for lifting me up, believing believing in me often when I don't believe in myself. And because of you all, I now am experiencing a whole new set of issues surrounding severe growing pains. So thank you for making my life harder in the best way. Yes, I still cry sometimes, but never am I not grateful to have demand from the folks that I love so dearly. Y'all rock. Paris Woodhull, the one and only. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the bonus, sort of like the bonus round, I suppose, is what we will call it for this episode of the Big Ideas Welcome podcast with the one and only Paris Woodhull. Right. So many creatives, particularly young people, but really creatives of all ages, shapes, sizes, and stripes, we all can consider ourselves imposters in one way or another. Right. So, what would you say to Paris from five years ago about the things to be prepared for, about the things you'll be surprised to be strong enough to do, and about the things that you're always going to be dealing with? I think uh, a year ago, I would have been a lot rougher on myself if I answered that question and and a lot more critical, but I feel like I, I've I've had to address so many issues and different things in my business. I've had to have so many tough conversations this year that I, I think I would be really kind to myself. I think I would be like, you are, you are absolutely doing your best. Um, this year in January, I found out I have ADHD. I went on medication. I'm just going to say it. Like it, it, I, I don't know how I got done what I had gotten done without the help of meds that I needed my entire life. Um, so I think I would have given myself a big hug and say, you are incredibly capable of doing absolutely anything that you set your mind to. You cannot do all of it. (laughs) I've honestly called, first of all, happy one year. It feels like 10, (laughs) feels like 10 whole years. It's been an amazing year, but also it's been absolutely the hardest year of my life in a really good way where I, I've actually coined it as my butterfly period because I really, oh, and it sucks being a caterpillar when you're learning. Oh my gosh, I'll try to not be too metaphorical. But um, no, I mean, everything from how to how to be a good boss, you know, and, and also um, offer a space that also lifts up other people, but also, you know, just, just learning how to be a good boss, managing well, um, you know, figuring out products that sell well in a retail space, not just wholesale. Um, I mean, I, I, how long do you have, (laughs) you know? So much of what you have done has been self-contained over your life. You have created it. People have enjoyed it. 
and they bought another one, right? What artists are so scared of so many times is operating at scale. And so your response was not about the artistic or the creative process. It was about the business side, about becoming a leader, about becoming a manager of people, of time, of resources, and of space. How, I guess, how have you approached that? You know, as, as, as you have now, you are now an employer, right? You now have to make sure that the, uh, you know, that the lights are on, you know, all these, ha- what are some of the processes that you've learned and what are some of the things that you continue to learn about how to scale your brand and your business with other people? I've had a huge lesson in, you know, you can have an ego, but your ego cannot like get in the way of you making the right decisions for you and your business. Um, I will say like, I've gotten a ton of help from my fiance who, you know, used to help struggling businesses. And sometimes I have to listen. Sometimes I don't listen. (laughs) It just depends. But you know, really like not not being scared to like really dive into your numbers. Like, are you actually profitable? You know, like, how much does it actually cost to get a t shirt made by someone else? You know, and at the same time, taking in, you know, how different personalities work. Recently, I realized that, first of all, my custom work inquiries have changed way crazy over the past year. Like I'm starting to get a lot bigger jobs because I have a storefront. And that's amazing and also terrifying because I get these emails. and I'm like, me, really? Like, are you sure? You know, um, and so it's funny. It's like I was literally telling Ryan last night. I was like, you know, nowadays I get email inquiries from my website and they assume that it's going to my assistant, which spoiler, I am my assistant. <laughs> and it says like to the Paris Woodhall team <laughs> or to who it may concern. And I'm like, that's just me. You know, it's just me. Um, so I still like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to maintain like a certain level of like, you know, enjoying the excitement, enjoying the ride, but also like remaining humble, knowing that they're, I, this year is just, it's taught me that you, you have to be prepared for everything and that there's always going to be a mountain to climb. There's always going to be something to fix, you know, and, and, and figuring out how to like also rest within that, you know, and, and prioritize one, the things that are making you money and that, you know, the demand is wanting. Well, Paris, thank you uh, very much for joining us for the for the podcast, but also just for the work that you do. I, I, I just love it. I love to see you grow both as an artist and as a leader. And I'm just, I'm excited to see where it takes you next. Um, can you tell everybody, one, where they can learn more about you if they don't know already, and then the address and everything about your storefront? Totally. Plugging. Okay, so 121 South Gay Street on the 100 block. That's where you can find our shop. Um, you can shop in person. We do production in the back. We will even show you that at Paris Woodhall on Instagram and pariswoodhall.com to shop. I hope you enjoyed this special episode of the podcast as much as I did. You got to meet Paris Woodhall, an incredible creative. You got to hear her story of no turning back. And then you got to see where she is a year later, right here in Knoxville, Tennessee, the Maker City. So from where you're listening from, who are the people doing big things? Who are the people that you should be visiting? Who are the people you can be learning from? Who are, well, are you that person? 
If so, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your stories. Hit me up. Hello at bigideaswelcome.com. Or if you know someone with big ideas, please, you know, let me know about them. Again, thank you to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. Thank you to all of you who are listening, who are out there trying, trying, right? Getting in the ring, doing the work as a creative, as an innovator, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. I love to hear your stories and I love to share them with the world. I am Chris McAdoo, honored to be in your ears. Now let's get to work. Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome Podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxcc.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.